Mere moments after 90% of Belfast's population stopped dead, like wound-down clocks. The silence descended. Nothing moved. Small, isolated pockets of carnage gave a somber accompaniment to an otherwise dead city. Flames flickered here. A soft, almost morning wind whistled there. But nothing moved. Behind Queen's University, in the usually vibrant botanic gardens, a single dog could be heard barking. A warm breeze whispered through the trees, their leaves flourishing with late spring, whilst branches danced quietly in the morning sun's smile. Then there was nothing again. Nothing was the new something. A thin layer of clouds hung in the blue sky like lazy ghosts, haunting the dead city below. Outer city generators remained active, faintly buzzing on their own, whilst employees slept on the job. Lights of shops shone seductively, their sveltly pale mannequins perhaps more lifelike now than the fallen shoppers slumped quietly around them. Factory production lines kept moving, transporting fallen workers amongst incomplete products, up the line to nowhere. Well, nowhere useful anyway. Nothing was the new something. A sudden fuzz from various radios throughout Belfast snapped back at the silence, briefly off the air. The fuzz evolved quickly, soon forming a unified sound. Like a vicious rumour, the noise spread with haste and defiance. Before long, it took definite shape, blaring obnoxiously from radios and cars, houses, offices and shops across the city, finally dissolving into the all-too-familiar form of the Thin Lizzy classic, Whiskey in the Jar. Utterly clueless to events outside, Sean McGee reclined back into his chair. The disc spun in the player, his mic turned away from him as he whistled along with the record. Swivelling his chair round, this one was comfy, not like the last one the station had left him sitting in for the better part of a decade. Sean stretched across his vinyl-cluttered desk for the small mug of coffee he'd left cooling for the last ten minutes. He hated things being too hot, always had. Swigging on his drink, secretly livened up with a sizable nip of vodka from his hip flask, Sean picked up the sleeve of the single currently rolling. Man, oh man, how he loved this tune. Over the course of his twenty-odd years as a DJ, Sean had played this particular wee gem an incredible 2,121 times. Not that he, or anyone else for that matter, was counting. Sean was an old-school DJ, a veteran with the receding ponytail to prove it. His style was minimalist. No fancy quizzes, no phone-in competitions, less talking bullshit and more good tunes. He liked to think he enjoyed his job. Hell, he lived for it. Real FM weren't that difficult to work for. Sure, there had been a few changes over the years, most of them for the worst, and the musical output on the whole was questionable to say the least. But Sean had always felt that his years of experience earned him the respect of his fellow DJs, grudging though that may be. More importantly, 
Sean knew he had the respect of the listeners. No matter how often his time slot had been changed, Sean's listening figures remained fairly consistent, proving his show was one of the station's most popular. The suits weren't fans. They wanted a more contemporary sound. A lively programme including promotional interviews with local celebrities plugging their wares and political satire. Listeners weren't enough. They wanted active listeners. An audience not shy of phoning in with their questions, their praise, their 50 pence per call opinions on whatever bullshit news of the day negativity the local politicians were dragging out. The suits wanted revenue, and lots of it. Because that's what their bosses wanted. Sean couldn't give a high-flying fuck. He'd watched one suit change to another suit over the years, one grand plan getting shot out of the water by another.